Good morning, Keaton Dolphins. Uh, it's a pretty great day today. We're actually getting started with a lot of exciting things for the Miami Heat and the Miami Dolphins. So uh, let's go ahead and hop right in, huh? So let's start with the Dolphins because I think the Heat are taking precedent with getting into the playoffs today. So uh, we'll get to them in a moment and we'll get some Dolphin stuff out of the way first. Yesterday was our first padded practice of training camp in what is sure to be the strangest NFL offseason I think any of us have ever experienced. Uh, what, what should have been, you know, the conclusion of our first preseason game at the end of this weekend was instead the very beginning of padded training camp practice, which also meant a lot of our first chances to see Tua live in action, right? So it seems like from a lot of the people that were allowed to be there, uh, Tua's looking pretty sharp. I mean, he started off, uh, I think from what I read, it seemed like he was starting off a little, you know, a little shaky, you know, a little nervous, very first padded action, right? I mean, coming off that injury, coming off everything, you know, you had to figure there were some jitters to get out. But um, it seems like he's found his footing there throughout as practice went on and uh, was able to deliver some good strikes, some long bombs, um, and, and get himself going there, right? So uh, yeah, I know that that's what everybody wants to talk about, but I think for right now it's going uh, it's, it's to be something that it's just as long as he doesn't take any steps backwards, I think we're all going to be very happy about that, right? you got to keep him healthy. you got to keep him progressing. And, and you know, this is a long-term plan, right? You don't, you don't sign a rookie quarterback to win the Super Bowl immediately. This is a, you know, four- to five-year thing, right? And I really love the way the team's be constructed with that in mind, right? With all the additions that they made on defense and everything like that, building a real strong defense. Uh, you, you can see from the Seahawks of the past, some other teams in the past that have done very well, when you build that defense and then are able to insert the uh, rookie quarterback, when the rookie quarterback starts getting his feet under him for real and, and making the plays we all expect out of him, you know, the defense will, the defense will be in full swing and, and then you'll have the team hitting on all, on all cylinders. So I think that's great. Um, some some stars from what I heard of tr yesterday's practice, uh, Jakeem Grant. I mean, look, you'll come to find out I'm a big Jakeem Grant truther, right? I love this guy. I've always loved this guy. I think the guy is fantastic. You know, little known fact, he's Texas Tech all-time leading receiver, uh, which is, you know, nothing short of, of spectacular, especially for a guy of his stature, right? I mean, you can't can't argue that the guy's uh, not the tallest dude in the world, but he's got the biggest heart, right? Biggest heart, super fast, real strong, you know, doesn't go down on first contact. I've always been real impressed by him, and I think this year with some of the opt-outs from Albert Wilson and Alan Hearns, he's going to have a chance to really make something of himself and of the opportunity, and, uh, you know, God willing, he can stay healthy, uh, then hopefully he can really make some noise. And the good thing is, since he was already signed to a contract extension last year, we don't have to worry about him playing himself into another, you know, another tax bracket just yet, right? So we can enjoy him hopefully blowing up this year and not worry about what the financial ramifications of that are going to be. Um, some other guys that picked up right where they left off, uh, Devontae Parker was making some great, uh, great catches. Now he's going to have some good competition going against Byron Jones. This training camp, right, with Xavier Howard still kind of rehabbing the knee and also on the COVID reserve list. Um, I think there's going to be a great opportunity for Devontae to sharpen his skills against somebody that, you know, he doesn't get a chance to play against all the time and, and isn't as familiar with. And so I think this will really help him uh, in his growth and his continued ascension to the superstar that I think we all know he can be when he was drafted out, out of Louisville. Um, another guy that we were looking, hopefully, to kind of pick up where he left off midseason of last year is Preston Williams. And by all accounts, he's already making some great plays. 
uh, you know, seems to be coming back health-wise. I know he didn't endure a full practice, but uh, but he was there for most of it. And while he was doing some drills, he was uh, he was doing more than more than fine by all by all accounts, right? I think the defense, the biggest thing to watch defensively, right, is going to be is going to be the cornerback battle, in my opinion. I think linebacker has a couple spots. You're going to see Raekwon McClellan fighting to retain his uh, early down role uh, from, you know, a guy like Alandon Roberts. And then, you know, obviously Kyle Van Noy. I think when we go to two linebacker sets, it'll be him and Baker. But that's just speculation on my part. Um, some other things that I think are, are real interesting about this group is, uh, you know, going back to the receivers for a moment. Obviously, I think Jakeem Grant has a real chance to show some things that maybe we hadn't seen from him in the past. You know, more you know, more consistency and, and really able to, to get some more volume his way and see what he can do with that. Um, but I think another guy that's going to really benefit from Hearns and Wilson opting out is Isaiah Ford. He's been on the team and kind of bouncing back and forth from active roster to practice squad over the last few years, right? He was a later draft, uh, later round draft choice of ours a couple years ago, a few years ago. And... Um, and I think last year he really showed us a lot of what he's all about, right? He got some extended time with, with injuries and everything like that last year. Uh, so the Jets game, he had a big game. I think he had eight or nine catches for 80-some-odd yards. Um, and then you see games like the Bengals game and the Patriots game. I mean, the Patriots game, the, the final season, the final game of last season, he was making some really tough catches, you know, with two defenders hitting him at the same time. I'll, you know, I, I know that there was one play there when I was watching film of that game because, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but there's almost nothing better than watching that last season's Patriots game over and over and over again as a Dolphins fan. Um, but when I was watching some of that, you know, I was able to see that there was one play where we had him almost like a kind of wildcat trick play quarterback. Maybe not wildcat, but it was a trick play where he ended up as kind of ball in his hands and you could tell it was, it was to try to make a pass down the field. Seemed like uh, the defense read it well. They, they kept in coverage. Really didn't give him a chance to do anything with that. And and what looked like was going to be a, you know, quote-unquote sack for a five- or six-yard loss, he was able to maneuver out of that hit and work his way, you know, seven yards upfield for the first down, which, you know, I think that's the kind of things that we need, right? Guys that, you know, the situation doesn't have to be perfect for them to get it done. And uh, we're going to need a lot of that this year, right, with everything and all the things going on. You know, adaptability is, I believe, going to be the name of the game and something that's super important for any and all players this year. So I think this is good, you know, something that we can keep watching with the Dolphins, seemingly. And the one that, so now, one sidebar thing, right, that I think has been real interesting is if you hear some of the, the people that were able to attend yesterday and then some early reports from today's, I haven't seen all the reports from today's camp yet, but uh, it seems like Josh Rosen making some strides. Look, I know, I get it, right? We're all expecting Ryan Fitzpatrick to start the season and somewhere along the line Tua comes in. I get it. That's my hope as well. But if Josh Rosen can take some strides and start some games and build up his draft cap and build up his uh you know his own value, then maybe we can get, you know, solid draft pick back for him. As you know, do I think that Josh Rosen's in our long term plans? Maybe not necessarily, right? Um, maybe as a backup, who knows? But um but if if he can show a couple things, right, there's no preseason, which obviously hurts his ability to show his value. But if he can, you know, win the job at some point from Ryan Fitzpatrick before we're ready to hand things over to Tua and get some good games under his belt, I see no reason why this can't be a huge asset to us as an organization and 
and maybe we can either A, have a really capable backup, or B, make something out of it, right? Some of the best teams get two or three quarterbacks and are able to flip one of them for, you know, a third or second. If we can recoup that second-round draft choice that we did for him, I mean, maybe we get a second and a fifth, but if we can at least get the second, then, uh, you know, I think we could be in business, right? So something to keep an eye on as, as training camp unfolds and, and the season unfolds is the uh, the development of Josh Rosen. I know, again, I know it's a more unheralded storyline, something that once we drafted Tua, nobody cares about anymore. However, I think it'll be uh, something interesting uh, if that further develops, right? Uh, going on to the Heat now, I think the Heat have a huge, huge opportunity this uh, starting today, right, against the Pacers, a team that Victor Oladipo is just coming back. T.J. Warren still kind of banged up. You know, they're out without Sabonis. Um, you know, this is a team that it's not like they're going to give up, right? They're going to give us their all. They're absolutely going to give us their all. But I think we have a really nice uh, – I think we match up well against them. I think our team is, you know, knows what they can do against them, right? We feel confident as a team. And uh, and then – but outside of that, you know, I, I, think it's a, I think it's just a good opportunity for us. I, I don't think it's anything that our team is taking lightly or should take lightly. However, it's, uh, you know, something that um, that we can really advance on, right? I think it'll be the right kind of first playoff series for us. I, I, I really like us versus them more than us versus the Sixers. Uh, Low-key, I'm hoping the Sixers beat the Celtics because I think we match up better against the Sixers than the Celtics, uh, potentially getting to a second round, right? Um, outside of that, I think uh, some of the big keys for this game are going to be rebounding, right? I think uh, I, I know that there's some stats there that when we out-rebound our opponents, I think we, we've only lost like, I don't know, five games or something crazy like that. Um, and so this is something to keep in mind. I think our offense, our second chance rebound points is going to be huge. Rebounding in general, making sure that we're not giving them any second chance points or as little as possible, and just making the most out of, you know, our attacking of the glass. I know sometimes we're not the, the biggest team, you know, in the front court there, but, um, but you know, if we can get aggressive and have some of our, you know, stronger forwards like the Crowders of the world and, and get Jimmy Buckets in there to, to keep rebounding and doing this and the other, then I think we've got a real good chance to to close out the series, if not in a sweep, but in a gentleman's sweep of five games, right? So I think, uh, yeah, I, I think most of us are kind of prepared here, having gone against them a couple of times in the bubble. Obviously, the last game I don't think counted. One thing that I did think was huge from the last game, at first I thought it was going to be really terrible when I saw Derek Jones go down on that stretcher but then you know now it seems like the reports initially are pretty positive he might not play today but I think getting him back for the series will be really important for us right um a big x factor here uh is and I just talked about him right I think Derek Jones is going to be a big x factor you know I know everybody obviously the easy answer is Tyler Hero and I do think he's going to be huge for us and I love his development in the bubble with the way he's been able to really help his playmaking help uh help all those kind of things that he's doing a lot better. I love the way his ball handling has progressed in the bubble and things like that. Now looking more as a passer, not just, you know, I think early on in the season he was looked at as just like a shooter and just a scorer, but now we're trusting him more with the ball in his hands to get the offense he said, to get the the right the, the right guy the, the ball and, and make the plays to make the offense more functional and not just be a, a scorer, right? You know, a full now he's transitioning more to a playmaker, and I think, uh, you know, that's going to be an interesting transition and development to watch here over the course of not only this season, but his career, right? Um, but I think Derrick Jones is going to be a huge X-factor. 
the ability for us to throw him on a guy like Oladipo or a guy like TJ Warren and give them, you know, trouble based on the fact that Derrick Jones is highly athletic, clearly, also very long, and he's just gotten so much better on the defensive side of the ball that it's uh, really impressive, right? Um, so I think, uh, I think another thing here as another X factor, right, uh, is somebody that actually just got demoted, right? Kendrick Nunn, I know a lot of people have been talking about, okay, yeah, you know, they're kind of needed him to, you know, go to the banks or whatever. He's been you know, playing himself out of games and this, that, and the other. However, now that he is going to come off the bench, if he can regain some of that, you know, early season form and, uh, and, and lead that second unit, that could be a real force, right? Because I, I, I really, truly believe in when our starters are on the floor, we're the better team against the Pacers. I think it's just going to come down to, you know, sometimes when our starters are off the floor and it's more of our bench squad, then, you know, can the bench keep the momentum? And if you can get real contributions from, you know, a Kendrick Nunn or something like that to keep that scoring in play, you know, if him and Tyler Hero can start bouncing off each other in the second unit, I think that adds uh, a huge element to this team and, and also takes a lot of pressure off of the starting unit. So I think it'll be something super interesting to watch today and something that we can, you know, look out for. Uh, but I'm really excited, right? I'm really excited. Obviously, there's the, the you know, the Jimmy Butler tj warren beef but i think even jimmy butler's kind of tired of that right and you know i think as we all you know as we all know it's it's all that matters is what happens as a team and so you know that individual beef's not going to get us anywhere we just got to win and all we got to focus on is the score and the results right so uh so with that guys uh you know i don't want to drag on too much today i think we're all looking forward to a great heat game god willing everybody stays healthy on both sides of the floor right and uh and looking forward to a great showing so with that i'll We'll talk when we talk, and that is, uh, you know, our our episode today of the Heat Dolphins Chronicle. Thanks so much for listening in. Make sure to subscribe, like us on our Twitter page, and have a great day, y'all. God bless.